Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good. It feels kind of like a, a, maybe it's just because I'm standing outside, which I don't normally do when we do this, but it's like the start of spring today, or it is here. I mean, it's 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 not cool. It's not warm. It's beautiful outside, and uh, and the time changed. So welcome to spring. I'm probably one of the few people on Earth who hates it when we spring forward because I like it getting dark earlier because I go to bed early. So huh. yeah, that makes me weird. I know, but I don't care. What other, but doesn't make me weird is being super pissed about the lackluster effort. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here. I would say, well, you hate saying this because it's a bit of, it's, it's a harsh accusation. It feels like 80% of the team quit uh, going into that game. Absolutely quit. And I have statistics to back that up. First of all, um, it was the lowest point total in the first for us all year. We only scored 20. It was the lowest point total all year in the game overall, 50. The next lowest point total, I looked it up today, is 67. We scored 17 fewer points than any game we've scored in any time this year. And if that doesn't signify that this team quit, it wasn't like we were playing a vintage Duke. We were playing a pretty shitty Missouri team. No offense to the good people that locked on Missouri. I think they would say, yeah, we're not that good. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it's safe to say that most of that team quit. Uh, some other statistics. And, look, I'm going to throw these out there and then let you rant. Only three players on our squad made a field goal. Only three. Our point guard, who everybody loves and I love him too, he had six field goals and seven turnovers. Our second largest player on the team the field goal inside the three-point line. Our largest player on the team in Galen Smith was out-rebounded by Jaden Shackelford and by John Petty, who's got one arm. So you tell me, how is somebody supposed to read into this except that, hey, nobody gave max effort? Now, I would say maybe Jaden Shackelford did not give up. He showed some really uh, good moments in there. And Kyra played okay at times, but it was as mentally unfocused as I've seen him all year. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to disagree with any of that. Was, it was definitely our worst performance of the year. That was the worst game we, we played all year. Although, I would say that, you know, we lost to Vanderbilt, but we did score. We scored quite a bit against Vanderbilt. Uh, the offense really wasn't terrible. It was the defense that was so deplorable against Vanderbilt. I would say def- either defensively, we either played okay or Missouri is so bad that, that they weren't going to score a lot against air. I, I, I'm not really sure which one of those those two it is. But, uh, but really the way I look at it is offensively against Missouri – that was disgraceful defensively against Vanderbilt. That was disgraceful. You combine those two performances. It's one of the worst performances maybe in the history of SEC basketball is that bad. But, you know, I kind of look at it this way. Me and you talked about here, Luke, we we talked about it right here on, on locked on Bama in Jan in January that we have such few players, you know, we play seven or eight at the most. Some, sometimes we only play seven and, you know, every now and then we play eighth or, or ninth guy. I don't even think Forbes played a single minute yesterday. So we only played eight guys. 
and we play at the second fastest tempo in the entire nation. So we don't have enough guys. We play really, really fast. And in January, we said, well, this basketball thing is going a little bit better than we thought. But uh, if we keep playing at this pace, we're going to run out of gas at the end. And that, that to me is exactly what's happened. I, I don't think we have anything left in the tank. I, I think we've played too many minutes, too fast, too hard. And I'm not pointing the fingers at, at Oates. I, I just think he's just playing with the hand that he was dealt. And, and this is the hand he was dealt. And, and, and we went down going what, doing what we do. But uh, we just don't have enough players. We don't have enough good players. And we played too many minutes at too high a tempo. And, and they're just out of gas and done. I'm fully expecting a, uh, a one and done in Nashville against Tennessee, uh, even though Tennessee's not that great. But I, I, I just don't think we have anything left in the tank. They're just they're just finished. And I, look, that is certainly um, a reasonable conclusion. I agree with it. Uh, that said, it. it um, and I know, look, there are a million reasons why. I mean, yes, we're out of gas. Uh, still hurt. And uh, Herb Jones is injured in the middle of the year, killed. And the first half year killed us. Um, losing Quinterly killed us. Losing Rojas killed us. And Gary probably killed us. And signing Raymond Hawkins, who, frankly, has just been a recruiting miss. Um, all of that hurt us. But. It's Missouri. We're not playing in the Big Ten. And I'm going to tell you something. I know people. You know, I watched, um, I think it was Illinois and Ohio State the other night. I watched from that game. And the whole time I couldn't help but think, yeah, these two teams are better than most teams in the SEC. Now, that doesn't mean a team in the SEC could not beat them on a one-and-done basis. But I think that league overall is better than the SEC. And so yeah. and we're not losing – Auburn on the road. We're losing to Missouri on the road. And I know they buried Auburn too. Um, but this isn't a good Missouri. I mean, they're just nope. not good. They're playing on the first day of the SEC tournament. And, you know, who's going to. I'm not blaming NATOs. In fact, I feel sorry for NATOs. I think NATOs might be looking around and going, hey, um, what exactly did I sign up for? Did y'all play in an airport? <laughs> Uh, that, that, you know, seem to be on again, off again, and then some guys who aren't really D1 prospects or at least SEC prospects. And um, I got a fan base that is generally consistent of a bunch of old white dudes who cross their legs and arms on the front row of every game and never clap. Uh, what exactly am I doing here? I don't blame him if he was feeling that way. There's even a handful of uh, numb nuts on uh, social media yesterday going, I've seen enough of Oates. He's out. <laughs> so wait, wait till that, wait, wait till that chorus starts really getting in drive next year. Uh, assuming things go comically wrong for our basketball team, like they, they somehow consistently do. I saw this a great, uh, not great. Great's not the way a interesting article uh, by some very uh, bright basketball person's uh basically looking for the most consistent pro who is consistent who what program is the same year after year after year after year and we were number one we were number one we we have the most consistent record year to year in all of college basketball <laughs> and uh 
the person that did this wasn't an Alabama fan making a point. They were just a college basketball fan trying to get that question answered. And the answer was Alabama. They're, they're the most consistent team in terms of, well, you can just write them down for right about 17, 18 total wins, about eight wins in the SEC. Just write it down before the year starts, and that's where they'll land. And sure enough, we've done it again. But again, we, we, we said it the other day, Luke, and, and it's not it's, it's, it's not some sort of uh, brilliant analysis. It's just as simple. We need more good players. We don't have enough good players. It's part recruiting, part injury, part attrition. It's all of that stuff but we don't have enough good players. And until that's solved, we'll be the same team year after year, no matter who's coaching us. I think part of it is too confidence. I mean, some teams uh, can overcome things like this with confidence and our team doesn't have confidence. And I, I realized that by getting on here and, and other people getting on uh, various outlets and saying, hey, this team quit is a lot. Simpsons, his, when he promoted that book about confidence, he said, get confident, stupid. That was <laughs> the name of the book. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, in the end, I, you can't, this is where I think Nate Oates is, is his coaching's really going to have to come through. Coach you guys on various plays. We can have good inbounds plays. We can have, um, you know, we can do great drills. I can teach you how to dribble a little better, teach you how to shoot a little better. I can't teach effort. I can't teach. And, you know, coaches say that all the time, and it seems like a bit of a cliche, but I, I think he's would be dead on to say, um, Forbes did play one minute, I think. Um, and we had that other, the other dude who doesn't play, I can't, his name escapes me right now, who doesn't play. He played some. He didn't get Tyler a whole Barnes, minute yeah. in, but he played some. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler, Barnes, Barnes, he played. Tyler Barnes, he played at the end of the first half for like one, one minute, I think, at the end of the first half. Yeah. All, we, all you need to know, and no, no offense to him. I mean, but if he's playing, that's telling me he's either, either A, we're depleted, B, he's trying to send a message, or both. And it probably is both, but I think I took it more as of a message than I did we're depleted. So I think I was uh, trying Jimmy, to put some – Jimmy, let's go with, I was trying to put some logic to it. I think we had some fouls to give. I think we had some fouls to give, but we, and since we only play with six or seven guys, we didn't want any of them to pick up fouls. So we put him in in the last half to be very aggressive defensively. Foul him, foul him if you have to, just don't, don't, don't let him score. And uh, I, I think, I think it was about that, even though it didn't happen. All right, Jimmy, let's talk. Uh... You know, we've got we, – we just briefly mentioned the SEC tournament coming up. I, I don't want to preview it too terribly much just yet because I'm still sort of distraught over this game Saturday, which was just – I can't say ugly it was enough. Um, you had a good tweet about it, about, you know, even Lyle Lovett thinks this game is ugly, and um, I think that was a bit <laughs> on. Um, we do have Tennessee coming up. Tennessee just – they came back from a 17-point deficit. My original tweet, my original tweet, my original tweet that I made on that point, however, was a bit R-rated. I, I deleted it and went with the Lyle Lovett <laughs> Some, okay. Sometimes, believe it or not, I do self-censor. I know people that listen to us on this podcast would think that's something me and you never do. But believe it or not, I do at times self-censor. I wrote out a tweet, was just about to hit submit, and then thought better of it, went with the Lyle Lovett joke. 
So you can tune um, in to Locked okay, on so Bama after we, hours to find out what the original tweet was. We have, uh, as I mentioned, they come back from 17 down at Kentucky and win, and then they lose by 20-something. An Auburn team that has performed super well. And so you don't know exactly what you're going to get, but this is a Tennessee team that did beat us in Tuscaloosa earlier this year. I don't think we had Herb Jones at all for that game, so that probably affected the outcome to some degree. And we did get a big lead in that game and blew it. Um, I mean, stop me if you've heard that before. But, you know, I'm, I'm like you. I can't imagine a scenario where we come out guns a-blazing, ready to party, and let's get this thing rolling in Nashville. Because here's the other thing. Not that it will affect us that much because they're – the mayor of Nashville apparently has come out and said, okay, there's now a confirmed case of coronavirus. And as of Sunday afternoon, when we're cutting this, it could affect attendance. It could affect if there are even fans in attendance. It could affect if the tournament even goes on. Uh, because this coronavirus thing is sweeping the country, and, and there have been some other games canceled. I, know, I saw that um, Marvin Bagley Jr.'s going to be playing for the state championship in California. They just called the state championship game off. They just said, we're just not going to have it. Sorry. And, uh, you know, they're, they're not a reschedule, just calling it off. And maybe that's the best thing that could happen to Alabama. Just not play it. Because if we play it and lose, you know, I think we'd be 16 and 16, right? I mean, at least we're over 500 now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we don't, if we don't play, we're not going to lose. So, uh, so I guess I'll be for that. And, and, and I, I know I'm not, quitting on the team but i i will say that if if we don't see this team play again i'm not exactly going to lose a lot of sleep over it i, I think they they serve their purpose as a team they made the transition they gave us some good moments they have a, a couple of nice wins that were fun and uh and if if we have to obituary this team right now i'm, I'm good with it let's move on to year two of the nate oates era right away and hope that we sign uh, a good player or two late maybe pick up a good grad transfer to uh, late and uh, yeah, I'd be fine with that. But I I doubt very seriously they're going to cancel the tournament. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, nothing with the coronavirus stuff is going to surprise me uh, in terms of underreaction or overreaction. Uh, neither one neither one would surprise me. All right, let's talk a little bit about some other good news that uh, Alabama's had where we're here on Locked On Depression. Uh, Drake may be committed. <laughs> we talked about it here many times, about the fact that that's something that is very conceivable to happen, and it did happen. And, hey, that, that, that's fine. I mean, I can understand the kid. You know, it, it's easy to see. I mean, he, he grows up a big fan of North Carolina football, but, but frankly, over the years, there hasn't been a lot to cheer for. And then, then what happens is, you know, he, he's so good. He has the opportunity to go anywhere he wants and he, he picks what he thinks might be the best program in the country in Alabama and, uh, and is excited to commit there. And then what happens after he commits to Alabama? A couple things. Number one, North Carolina football rises from the dead. They probably have more excitement in regard to North Carolina football than they've had in a decade or two. They're probably going to be the in vogue pick to finish second in the ACC this fall. Uh, and they're doing it behind a, a quarterback. Uh, you know, so, so now not only is North Carolina generating some excitement, they're, they're making a quarterback famous in Sam Howell, 
who will be a sophomore in the fall while Drake May is a high school senior. Then he'll be a high school, then he'll be a college junior when Drake May is a freshman. And then he's probably off to the NFL. So, so Drake May probably doesn't look at Sam Howell as some sort of impediment towards him becoming the starting quarterback at North Carolina early in his career. So I think, th- and, and then Bryce Young signs with Alabama, and it's fair for Drake May to go, gosh, they're going to be in love with that guy. Uh, what are my odds of ever moving in front of him? And he's a year younger than Sam Howell is. No, he's, he's yeah, yeah, he's a year younger than Sam Howell. So I get it. I'm not upset at all. Drake May, uh, he, you know, his whole family basically went to North Carolina. He's from there. I get that. So no reason to be upset at all. I think we just move on to the next guy and hope, hope that Sark and uh, and Nick sort of, assumed this might happen and I'm interested to see what plan B might be. I, I don't know what plan B is, but I'm interested in finding out. Uh, that looks to me like a pretty good class nationally at quarterbacks, not a great year in state. There's one at Gardendale. That's pretty good. There's a senior at central Phoenix city. That's uh, pretty good. That had a nice showing at the elite 11 in Atlanta a couple weekends ago. Um, so there's a couple of in-state possibilities. I, I doubt we end up with one of those. I like the kid that decommitted from Auburn recently, Aaron McLaughlin. Don't know how realistic that is, but certainly several options, and I'm eager to see what it is. But uh, but no hard feelings with Drake May, and I'm sure Alabama feels the same way. And on the bright side, um, number one, if we're going to lose a quarterback commit, I like the fact that we lose a quarterback commit because that particular commit believes the quarterback on the roster that is up and coming is good enough to be a three-year, maybe four-year guy. And I, I do appreciate that. Of course, you hate to lose a quarterback because they're always the Pied Piper for your class. Um, but I think you're right. There's some other opportunities there in terms of quarterback class. And we'll just have to see how that all shakes out. And and again, it does lend credence to my theory that Bryce Young will win the uh, the starting quarterback job this year over Mac Jones. I know a lot of people don't think that's right. And I understand you're entitled to your opinion. You can be as wrong as anybody. Um, <laughs> the, the good news is I saw where Tim Watts did put in a crystal ball for Jeremiah uh, he's a he's a twenty twenty one guy. Is that right? Twenty 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 two guy. Twenty twenty two guy. Sorry. And yeah, I'm getting my. You know, you get sort of off here because really it's the next class is twenty twenty one. So he's twenty twenty two. So he's twenty twenty two guy, and I have seen him, and he is a beast. And so I'm I'm thrilled and tickled crimson that we get a crystal ball for it. Oh, he's a he he has all the makings of being the truly big time outside pass rusher that everybody covets. He's uh, that person in 2021 is Dylan Brooks. That person in 2022 is Jeremiah Alexander. We even offered the uh, kid we were talking about the other day, uh, just, just on our last podcast, we were discussing Peter Woods and uh, he got an offer this weekend as well. And uh, he, he, he looks like a future beast pass rusher himself. So there are some uh, in-state pass rushers on the horizon, and it would behoove Alabama to sign them all, frankly. There's that, that's one position, A, you can never have enough of, and B, you don't want your opponent signing them when they're true true difference makers. Um, just some other odd-in stuff. Uh, they also, Bama Online also did a great interview with Mario Williams, who came in for, for a visit. He apparently had a great visit, and um, 
you know, the scuttlebutt is even though four crystal balls in for him all for Oklahoma, Alabama has a great shot there. Um, it should be noted that the baseball team lost their first game of the year Saturday night, uh, a real close one, but they have come back today and won uh, to, to win the series, and so it's good. And the, the girls' softball team looks like they're going to finish Arkansas off. They're up 8-1 to one right now, and they'll win the series after dropping the first game. So, I mean, it's not all is lost this entire weekend, but nope. I'll tell you. Gymnasts they, beat, uh, the, the gymnast Drake, beat hated Georgia, too. Our gymnasts beat Hated yeah, that's, that's Georgia. Yep. So, I mean, look, things could be worse, but I hate saying that because as soon as I say that, shit will get worse. I mean, what will happen <laughs> is we they will call off the SEC tournament and somehow be like, you know what, but Alabama, we know you were going to lose, so we're still giving you a loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or they'll call it off and Nate would say, oh, this was the game uh, – this is the game. Petty is finally going to be hundred percent and Herb gets the thing off his hand. And, uh, and it looks like Rojas can play. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that, and then three <laughs> minutes later, they'll say it's canceled. Uh Oh, Rojas can play, but the entire team has coronavirus. <laughs> he, um, has coronavirus. Yep. he has coronavirus. Yeah, his knee has coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we will dive to the Tennessee matchup here uh, on the next podcast for Tuesday. I do want to say this really quickly, um, that if you enjoy this podcast, and we know that you do, you can also check out some of our other podcasts as this wraps up this edition of Locked on Bama. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on Big Ten or Locked on ACC or – any of them locked on SEC. There are a lot of great shows out there through the Locked On Podcast Network. We just happen to be the best. Of course we are. We're I don't definitely. like your delayed laughter there. I want you to either <laughs> applaud me or laugh immediately. I was trying to think of a word that better describes it as best. There's probably a better word. There's a better word. I'd, I'm not saying we're better than the best. I'm just saying a, probably a better word describes us than the best. Like uh I don't know, uh, mandatory. Like, if you like podcasts about sports and you like podcasts of, uh, about Alabama and you want to hear about uh, it, it's like mandatory that you have to listen to this. That you're, It's mandatory like that it. you're subjected to this. We're, we're, we're going straight East German about our podcast. You will listen to it. <laughs> you will. You will. And you will like it. You will like it. And you will rate us on your various platforms, wherever they may be. You, and if you can't rate us on a platform, you will put five stars on a piece of paper and mail it to Locked On Bama, one Bama Lane, Locked On Bama, Alabama. Right? <laughs> and if you that, don't I assume like that's us, our address. If you don't like us, you actually do. We can't help it that you don't know yourself. It's not our fault. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, if you don't like us, get yourself checked for coronavirus. You're obviously running a fever. <laughs> Do you think people listen to us that don't like the show, but they listen anyway because they hate it so bad? They hate us so bad that they listen to the show. Does that happen? Maybe masochists. <laughs> they hate themselves. <laughs> yeah, again, we can't help it that you don't know yourself. That's not our fault. 
it's either listen to these guys or cut myself. So I think I'll listen to these guys for now and see how that turns out. Yeah. That's where the true pain is. The true, the true pain is listening to this show. <laughs> Have you uh, been watching the outsider at all? On watching the what? <laughs> watching the what? Uh, that'll be no. Watching the outsider, the show, the outsider. What is that? Is that like a pitcher that can't find the strike zone? Yes, yeah, it's, it's the story of the 2016 Alabama baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> Outsiders, <laughs> insiders, too high, too low. Yeah. No, no, I, I've heard uh, of no. what you're talking. I've heard of it, but I've not. I have not seen it. But I, I've heard of what you're talking about, actually. Well, it could not be more ecstatic, and uh, it's one of those shows on HBO. You got to have a. Uh, and um you know embrace some supernatural stuff mixed in with it talk about it for a couple of minutes to wrap up the show but to spring training educational discuss <laughs> what is, is that is that showing hbo is that right Are you, are, you there? are you going in and out? What the, what the hell is happening? No, you were you were you were going in and out. So so you were going in and out when you were discussing the outsiders. So uh, I, I wasn't sure if you were. St- I wasn't even yeah. sure if you were st- still talking. You'll probably have to edit that out. <laughs> I'm editing shit. I'm so <laughs> mad about. <laughs> uh, well, we'll Roll see. Tide. We'll see. We'll see what happens Thursday. Roll Tide.